Blog Talk Radio.
praise the Lord. Well, hello everybody. This is Jeannie. It is Monday night and I just want to say thank you. Thank you for being with me tonight. Um, I'm going to do as usual. I'm going to do a sound check right quick. Uh, computer's running really slow tonight. I was not sure Blog Talk was going to let me on for a minute. So let me see here. Jennifer, can you hear me, sweetie? Jennifer, can you hear me tonight? Jennifer, can y'all hear me? Okay, I, I'm going to say you can. I have my own phone on, and I could hear that on my phone. So Jennifer may have just stepped out, stepped away from the computer for a little bit. All right, um... Tonight, I want to, let me start with this scripture here. Okay, in, uh, in Luke, it says, Then Jesus entered Jericho and was passing through, and there was a man named Zacchaeus, a chief tax collector who was very wealthy. He was trying to see who Jesus was. But he could not see over the crowd because he was small in stature. So he ran on ahead and climbed a sycamore tree to see him since Jesus was about to pass that way. When Jesus came to that place, he looked up and said, Zacchaeus, hurry down, for I must stay at your house today. So Zacchaeus hurried down and welcomed him joyfully. And all who saw this began to grumble, saying, He has gone to be the guest of a sinful man. But Zacchaeus stood up and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, half of my possessions I give to the poor, and if I have cheated anyone, I will repay it fourfold. Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because this man too is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man came to seek and to save the lost. Now what I'm wanting to talk about tonight is desperation. Desperation. You know, I can remember a time a number of years ago when I was going through a lot of sickness and I had I had done everything I knew to do. And as they said in the Bible, it was none the better. And I became desperate to, to find an answer, but I became desperate to the Lord. And I remember one time I went to a meeting one night uh, of a man. I won't call his name, but he was he was known for being good in uh, dream interpretation and symbols and things like that. And he did a lot of teaching on that sort of thing. And so I went to that meeting because at that time the Lord was giving me a lot of dreams, and I was I was just learning to really kind of interpret them. But there was still much that I didn't understand. And, and I knew that the Lord was trying to speak to me through dreams. Uh, and I was looking for answers, desperately looking for answers. And so in any way that I could learn and, and interpret what God was trying to show me, I, I was willing to do it. So anyhow, I went to that meeting that night, uh, hoping that he would be teaching on that. And as it turned out, he was actually talking on uh, end time things. And, and it was kind of a... Uh, Turner burn end time type message and wasn't uh, wasn't what I was hoping it would be. 
But anyhow, as I got up to leave, and I was one of the first ones out the door, really, uh, as I got up to leave, just as I stepped outside the door, a lady came chasing me down. And um, hold on a second. Let me turn my phone off. It's echoing. Um, she chased me down, and she was kind of helping with the meeting. But she chased me down, and she says, wait, you know, and I didn't know who she was. She was like, wait, wait, I want to talk to you. And um, she was prophetic in her own right, but, but she told me, she said, I see you like climbing a ladder. But she told me, she said, there's a desperation about you. And so when she said that, I knew she was right on because the situations I was going through, I didn't, nobody, for the most part, I didn't tell people, but nobody knew the level of those things really except my husband. No, no one else really knew the depth of, of what all was going on. But see, that desperation was driving me. But see, in Zacchaeus' case, you know, I have to say, if I saw, now Zacchaeus, he would have been considered a successful businessman. Now, the tax collectors, they were looked down upon because people, most of them thought of them as thieves, you know, as taking money more than they should and, and taking money from poor people and things like that. They, they were frowned upon. They were, they were not thought well of. But apparently there had come a point in Zacchaeus's heart that the wealth no longer satisfied him. And his heart had begun to yearn for Jesus, to yearn for the peace and the joy that came from Jesus. Because undoubtedly he had heard the stories. The word said he had heard the stories. But can you imagine the people that were telling these stories, the joy that would be coming from them, the excitement about this man named Jesus, the one that healed them, the one that told them about eternal life, the one that told them that they could could uh, be forgiven, that they could be prosperous, that they could be loved, that they were loved, that there was more than just this life, that there was a life ever after, an eternal life. He's bound to have seen that and to heard that, and it, and it drew his heart to there's more than this. Because, you know, so many, they'll... They'll seek for success. They'll seek for fame. They'll seek for finances. They'll seek for the comfortable living. They'll seek to be well-known. And so many, when they attain that, and they're still feeling unfulfilled, they're still feeling like, is this all? This is not what I thought it would be. I thought it would, would bring me joy. I thought it would bring me peace. I thought there would be so much more to it. And they still feel empty. And apparently Zacchaeus was going through some of that because he was looking for Jesus. He had, he had that feeling in his heart of, I've got to know something about that. I've got to see this man. I've got to know more about this. And so he was willing to even appear a fool. You know, I don't know about you, but for me, if if, if there was some business successful wealthy businessman and maybe wearing a suit they may not have had suits back then but you know nowadays you would expect to see like a lawyer or a businessman wearing a suit and a tie and if all of a sudden you see them climbing a tree out there just so they can get a glimpse of someone you might think they're a little crazy <laughs> or something you know or definitely desperate <laughs> definitely that and see, Zacchaeus, he was willing to look like a fool because he was a little short guy. There was no way he could see above the crowd or through the crowd. So he saw a sycamore tree, 
and he ran out there ahead and climbed the sycamore tree so he could at least see Jesus. But see, the thing it did is his desperation caught the attention of Jesus. Jesus noticed this man up a tree that was willing to look foolish or to appear foolish. It was willing to maybe tear his clothes to climb up a sycamore tree because, you know, sycamores have pretty rough bark, or at least the ones in Texas do. Uh, but to see Jesus, and Jesus is like, come down, I'm coming to your house. See, the Lord the Lord noticed, it caught Jesus' attention. He noticed that desperation, and it drew his heart. And then the Lord, you know, the Lord told him, he said, I'm eating at your house today. And with the ones that were condemning him because he was a tax collector, you know, you can have a change of heart and, and people are not always going to, they're not always going to realize that so often they will remember what you've done in the past. Oh, I remember remember when you did so-and-so. I remember when you were a teenager and you got drunk or, or you know, whatever the case. I remember this. I remember that. Or you're just a, you know, you're just a tax collector, Zacchaeus. You're an evil man. But see, Zacchaeus told him, he said, I give half of everything I, I, I earn to the poor. And if I've cheated anyone, I'll repay them fourfold. He was trying to make restitution. He was trying to make things right because he wanted to see things in his life change. He wanted that peace and that joy and that forgiveness. He wanted to know about eternal life. He, he needed to know more about Jesus something more than what he had experienced in life. That's desperation. Desperation there. And you know, there are different kinds of desperation. I'm going to read another another scripture here right quick. That's another good example. This one in Mark in Mark 2. It said, a few days later, Jesus went back to Capernaum. And when the people heard that he was home, they gathered in such large numbers that there was no more room, not even outside the door, as Jesus spoke the word to them. Then a paralytic was brought to him, carried by four men. Since they were unable to get to Jesus through the crowd, they uncovered the roof above him, made an opening, and lowered the paralytic on his mat. When Jesus saw their faith, he said to the paralytic, Son, your sins are forgiven. But some of the scribes were sitting there and thinking in their hearts, Why does this man speak like this? He's blaspheming. Who can forgive sins but God alone? At once Jesus knew in his spirit that they were thinking this way within themselves. Why are you thinking these things in your hearts? He asked. Which is easier? To say to a paralytic, your sins are forgiven? Or to say, get up, pick up your mat and walk. But so that you may know that the Son of Man has authority on earth to forgive sins. He said to the paralytic, I tell you, get up, pick up your mat and go home. See, that's another wonderful example of desperation. And what wonderful friends of that paralytic man. And I'm sure paralyzed, he you know, he may well have been begging them, please, please get me to Jesus. 
just anything get me to Jesus. But that was some good friends. You know, I don't know how the houses, how all they were built, whether they had to scale the side or whether they were able to go up a side of a hill and come out on the roof. But And who knows how far they carried him. But they were willing to carry this man and to climb this house or to climb the hill to get to the top of this house and literally tear the roof off. You know, most of us would be afraid somebody would sue us, you know, for tearing the roof off, which I know they were made out of thatch or whatever you call it. They were made differently. But all the same, that was Jesus's home. You know, that was a home, somebody's home, and, and they were, you know, destroying the roof. But they were desperate enough to help him. And I'm sure he was desperate enough. That he was probably saying, please, guys, help me. Please, guys, get me to Jesus. But that desperation that they were willing to take a chance on being scolded, of being, uh, of having to pay back for the roof, which they may well have. The word doesn't say. That they took all of those chances of, of, of what might be to, have to get him help. But, you know, there are different kinds of desperation. Because we see a lot of people in the world that are desperate and it doesn't draw the Lord per se. You know, we see people that are desperate for finance that end up stealing and robbing banks or robbing people, things like that, scamming on the Internet. We see people that are desperate for healing that will, you know, go to other countries or, or you know, do whatever they can trying to, you know, spend everything they have, just anything to trying to get well, you know, try uh, drugs and things that are that are still in the stages of being developed. We see people that are so desperate to be accepted, young people, that they get into these gangs, criminal gangs. And goodness, the, 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 the rituals, the whatever you call it, the, the things they do to have to join. I mean, some of those guys take horrible beatings and all sorts of things to go through that initiation thing that they go through. You know, you see them do that in sororities even. They go through horrific initiation deals, you know, to be accepted because they're desperate to belong. They're desperate for a brotherhood. They're desperate for something that would resemble family or friends. We see people that are desperate for love, that are willing to be in abusive relationships just so they think maybe somebody will love them. But see, just being desperate doesn't necessarily draw the Lord. There is a desperation that not only looks for the answer, but that desperation that realizes that God in him is all the answers. That in him, the word says, every good gift comes from above. That our desperation will draw us to the Lord in searching his heart 
searching for him and his will, knowing that he has every answer that we will ever need, that he knows the beginning from the end, and he knows if there's something blocking us, if there's something blocking our healing or something blocking our prosperity, if there's something blocking us being able to find that path that he has chosen for us, that is a path of success and fulfillment and contentment and joy because we're walking in the will of God. You know, I know walking in the will of God, it has its challenges too, but I, Without a doubt, there is a joy and a peace and a subtleness to the heart that comes when you know that you're in God's will and that you're doing what he called you to do and that you're where he wants you, when he wants you there. And see, nothing we can do seeking seeking to be known, seeking that success in the business world, anything like that, seeking riches. And not that there's anything wrong with any of that. You know, the word says the Lord puts, you know, will bring us before kings and he puts kings in high place, you know, he puts them in high place, puts them in place and brings them down. You know, God does elevate people. But if that's the path he has chosen, then it'll be a path that brings you peace and a path that brings you joy and and just that contentment and knowing I'm where I belong. You know, there's a desperate, and not all desperation is wrong either. You know, there's a desperation. We can be desperate enough to lose weight that we're finally willing to make the changes in our eating habits that we get the weight off. We can be desperate enough to get out of debt that we change our spending habits and maybe even take a second job for a while so we can get completely out of debt. You know, there are, there are desperations in life that, that many of them are good that are just human desperation. But there's that desperation that does draw the heart of the Lord. When we realize that above all else, we need him. And that in him is everything we need. In him I move, I live, I breathe, and I have my very being. I would have to look up that scripture to remember exactly how it goes, but that's in my words. In him we have our very being. And that's a desperation that gets the Lord's attention when we're desperate for him. You know, there's a song, uh, an old song, been around for years, I'm desperate for you. I'm desperate for you, Lord. Desperate enough to get up in the night hours to pray or to seek his face. Desperate enough to get up at Maybe if you're still working, get up at 5 a.m. to do time in Bible study before you go to work. Desperate enough just to seek him about everything we're doing. You know, God, do I live in the right place? Am I working in the right place? Am I dating the right person? God, what do you have me do? God, would you have me 
pull aside, pull off to myself for six months and just devote my time to you and and seek your face. Inspiration. You know, tonight I actually originally had a totally different message on my mind, something totally different that I wanted to talk about. And as it got close to time to do the show, I just sensed the Lord just drew me to this. And he began just to really just to, to download, just pour it in about being desperate for the Lord. And I know that feeling. I know it very, very well. Of when you know that you're not going to get the answers you need any other way. And that nobody, nobody can help you but God. Nobody knows, really knows, but the Lord. He's the one that knows us. He's the one that knows our hearts. He's the one that knows our future, that knows our past. He's the one that knows the path to victory, the path to success, the path to peace. He's the one that knows where our connections are or who they are. He knows those things that that cause us to stumble and are setbacks for us. And he knows our heart. He knows if we're just trying to remedy an uncomfortable situation or if we're actually desperately wanting to draw close to him to where we can stay under his canopy of protection, that we can stay close to him in the shadow of the Almighty. It's a whole different level of desperation. And we see it. We see desperate people in the world every day, every day. But see, they're not all desperate for God. They're desperate for their situation to change. But it doesn't, it doesn't, for everybody, it doesn't draw everybody to the Lord. You know, we want to have a heart desperate for the Lord, desperate to please Him, desperate to, to know Him on a level that we've not before. But it does draw the heart of God. It does. It does. And he loves it when we seek it. It says, seek after him with our whole heart that he'll be found. Our whole heart. Anyhow, it's something to think on. Something to think on. When we're feeling desperate, is it desperate just because we need our situation to change? And there's nothing wrong with that. But are we, do we turn our desperation to the Lord and, and say, God, you know. God, you have the answers. You. You have the answers. And sometimes the Lord will change our thinking about what we think we need. 
you know, his answer may be different than what we're looking for. I've been so surprised at times. You know, when I would go to prophetic meetings and I would have something particular that I was so wanting to hear God about, you know, so hoping the Lord would give me a word about those things that were on my heart. And, you know, most of the time he didn't. Most of the time he talked to me about what he wanted to talk about. And many times that was things in me that he wanted to, either things he wanted to draw out and pull out to to come forth, or it was things he wanted to heal, or things maybe that needed uh, needed to be gotten rid of, you know, things that that God wanted to change and heal me of and, and deliver me from. And other times it would be him just talking about uh, my calling and my future and destiny and encouraging me in things. But I have to say most of the time when I would go to meetings and I would so be wanting to hear about something particular. And he'd talk about what he wanted to talk about. Now it makes me smile because I, I see how he was working and what he was doing. And sometimes what I thought was the main thing was really not the main thing. He knew that he had me. He knew that he was covering me and taking care of me. And he wanted to talk to me about other stuff. And sometimes I think he wanted to take my mind off of those things that I was dwelling on so much. And he'll do that with you guys too. And I'm sure he already has. Anyhow, he's a good God. He's a good God. All right, I've got several more people that have called in while I was talking. I'm going to play another little song right here, a little short song, um, and then we'll start taking callers. Every day through the night, yeah, you're everywhere I go. Every step, you were there. In the valley of the shadow, I know I never walk alone, not even for a minute Wherever I'm in, I know that we're in it Together, together
thankful that God holds it all together? I sure am. I sure am that when things feel like that they're going to fall apart and I know that I can't hold it together, that God does. Thank you, Jesus. All right, Lord, I just thank you for each and every one. Lord, I just decree and declare a blessing over them. Father, open our ears to hear and our hearts to receive. And Lord, we just want to say we love you. And we thank you. And Lord, we are desperate for more of you and to understand better and to, to, for the revelation of God in our hearts, Lord, for our lives to change and to, to be in your will completely and wholeheartedly. And Father, we just thank you. In Jesus' name, amen. All right, my first caller here is 754-225. Who am I speaking with and where are you calling from? Hey, Gene, this is uh, Donald and Tanya from Florida. Oh, hey, how y'all doing? Oh, we're doing great, we're doing good. Good, good. Let me write this down right quick. All right. So anything on your heart that you're wanting to share tonight, a testimony or anything? Uh no, not 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 right now, not at the moment. Okay. You know, just just um, just prayer, just prayer for us. Um, but we, okay. I have, I am feeling um that the message that you were saying um earlier about the frustration and things like that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I understand. Alrighty. Well, Father, I just thank you for Donald and Tanya, and Father Lord, I thank you for their their dedication, Lord, for their tenacity, Lord, just to hang on you through the. Uh, Lord, through troubled waters, Lord, through the the trials and testing, Lord, that has seemed like it has gone on and on and on. And you know, I don't know exactly what I'm saying, Donald. I'm seeing y'all in a boat, but it's like a little flat bottom rowboat. But it's like I'm seeing you standing up in the boat, and and Tanya sitting down in the boat. Um. But see, the, but the waters around you are calm. The waters are not the waters are not rough around you. But it's like I, I'm just seeing a boat and seeing you standing in a boat. But the 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 paddle, the oars, I guess you call them, uh, are just at rest. The oars are just, uh, you know, how they hook them. They hook those oars to those little thingadoochies on either side of the boat. The the no one's paddling at the moment. You just 
it's like you're 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 in a in a body of water that the water is still. You're standing in the boat. She's sitting in the boat, uh, and it's like you're surveying, like questioning the Lord. You're surveying of like where do I paddle from here? It's very very unusual. I, I mean, the instant I started to pray for you, I'm started seeing this this boat. Uh, so, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Donald and Tanya, Lord, that as they are being still before you, and, Father, they're, they're not desperately paddling here or there. They're, they're not like, as the Word talks about us, you know, you know, boxing, boxing the shadows or whatever, that we're boxing nothing, that they're not doing that, Lord, that they are, are, are quietly inquiring. Father, they're being still before you and saying, Lord, we don't want to we don't want to row unnecessarily. We don't want to row in a wrong direction. We don't want to row and exhaust ourselves. Lord, without your without having you tell us what's next and where to go in which direction. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for calming the waters around them. Lord, I thank you, Father, that you uh Oh, that you are doing it. And, and the way I see it, the waters are calm, that they are calm right now. As you're, as you're standing there in this boat, that, that the waters are calm. They're not, they're not in a turmoil around you. But there's like a question in your, in your heart. You're questioning, before I do anything else, let me inquire of the Lord. Before I do anything else, before I make one row, before I pick up these paddles, where do I go from here? What do I do next? And Lord, I just thank you, Father, that you are with them, you are for them, Lord, that they have, have been through the fire, Lord, and you have you have, have been with them in that. But Father, I thank you, Lord, for the time of landing, the time of landing, the time of landing, Lord, that their faith be rewarded, Lord. That their uh, that their their obedience be seen and rewarded, Lord. That they that they uh, that Lord that they be rewarded. I'm 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 looking and listening, Donald. I, I just keep hearing at at hand at hand at hand that that uh, that you, that like your salvation is at hand that your salvation is at hand, but it it's like that I do just still sense like I said the way I'm just still seeing it is that you're waiting upon the Lord you're waiting for direction and not beating the air not and in this case the way I'm seeing it you're not beating the water. Just like let me row somewhere, let me get somewhere because we do that sometimes. You know, we get in a in a situation and we're looking for answers and we end up just you know going here and there, trying this and trying that, trying this and trying that, and well maybe it's here and maybe it's there, and we exhaust ourselves. You know, I've seen but they're like, well maybe if I fast a week I'll get the answer. Well maybe if I pray for three hours today. You know, and do that every day a week. Uh, I'll get the answers. Well, maybe if I get up at two o'clock in the morning and I pray, I'll get the answers. Well, maybe if I go stand in the in the lines at church and they pray for me uh, every week, you know, and we'll 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 try this. I mean, we'll try this and we'll try that. And sometimes it's just being still before God and saying, God, I'm not, 
I'm not going to do another thing to try to please you. I'm going to stand still and hear the voice of the Lord. You know, just as Moses, when the Lord said, be still and see the salvation of the Lord. You know, that there comes that time that we're like, I've done all I know to do. I have I've decreed, I've fasted, I've prayed, I've had others pray with me, I've studied the word. Lord, I'm just, I'm, I'm waiting to hear from you. God, you're my protector, you're my salvation, you're my provider, you are Jehovah Jireh. And God, I'm going to stand still until I hear from you what's next, until I hear and see the goodness of God in the land of the living. Because, God, I know you're faithful. And, Lord, we thank you that we know you are faithful and we know that you are a rewarder of those that diligently seek you. Lord, we know that you are for us and you're not against us. And, Lord, that nothing can snatch us out of your hand. Lord, no one and no devil in hell can keep Donald and Tanya's blessings from them. Lord, when they walk in obedience to you, they're trusting you, they're looking to you. (coughs) Lord, that, that nothing can stop the commanded blessing, Lord, that is theirs. You know, even as like the uh, the uh, the one that time that that told the uh, uh, oh the bad prophet told him he said you know stand and and wanted took him over on healing and he's like wanting him to curse Israel and he said I can't curse what God has blessed you know in other words it's not going to do any good for me to stand up here and speak a curse over him I can't curse what God has blessed and I just speak that over you guys that y'all are blessed when when. You know, I know at times it has felt like that there were others that were uh, jealously against y'all. And I know y'all said before that you never were aware of anyone, but yet at times it felt that way, not necessarily feeling that now, but but uh, it felt that way at times that there was opposition maybe that you weren't even aware of. But see, no one can curse what God has blessed. And you guys are the blessed of the Lord. So, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for the for the vision that will yet be. It will yet be. Write the vision on the wall and make it plain. That their promise is yet for an appointed time, Lord. It shall come to pass. It shall come to pass, Lord. And, Lord, I speak a blessing over them and encouragement to their hearts and, Lord, provision over them and, Lord, to the dreams that you've given them those hopes and dreams, Lord, that they will not be and are not for anything, Lord, that those dreams yet be fulfilled. Lord, the dreams that you have for them all be fulfilled. And, Lord, I thank you for them. And, Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for protecting them and keeping them, and, Lord, for an added blessing of joy, an added blessing of joy. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Thank you, Jean. <laughs> You're welcome. You're more than welcome. Is there anything in particular you were uh, wanting to about, sweetie? 
Um, Tanya's saying for for strength, you know, for God to give us strength and um, endurance, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know, as but it, it's sort of what you're referring to, but just just mm-hmm. just for um, strength for, for Tanya, yeah. for both of us, you know, right. and endurance, and then. You know, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for bringing a refreshing to Donald and Tanya. Lord, that you would wash over them with your spirit, that you would just breathe life into them, new life, Lord, this new season that has begun, Lord, Rosh Hashanah, Lord, that we are in a new season, a new day, Lord, and with that, that they would have that that new expectancy, that new excitement, that new new strength and new refreshing, Lord, just uh, to wash over them and breathe into them, Lord. Breathed into them, Lord, a new faith, a new expectancy, and Lord, just a, like an energizing Father, just an energizing new hope, Lord, a brand new hope. And Father, give them sweet sleep and rest and peace, Lord, for the babies too. That the babies would sleep well at night, and so Donald and Tanya can sleep well at night, Lord, and that there would just be a, a new sense of joy in their home, or just a new sense of joy, Lord, that that would just push out any uh, any depressive thoughts, any negativity, even the words of anyone else, Lord, that there would just be the presence of the Lord of peace and joy just fill their home. Just fill their home, Lord. And we thank you for it in advance, Lord. Amen. Amen. Thanks a lot, Dave. Thank you. You're more than welcome. You're more than welcome. Well, y'all have a great week. All right, you too. Thank you. All right, eight two eight nine eight nine. How's Miss Jennifer tonight? Hi, Jeannie. How you, girl? I am wonderful. Better <laughs> than ever. Good, good, good. <laughs> yeah. Yes. Yeah. Oh well. Been in that that secret place, desperate, desperate for him, and man, he is filling me up. Awesome. 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 That's awesome. All right. Well, let's pray for you. Father, I thank you for Jennifer. Lord, I thank you. Lord, I thank you for her. She is a blessing and she is a joy. And Lord, I thank you, Father. <laughs> Lord, I thank you, Father, as, as you as you're filling her up, Lord, and, and activating things within her, Lord, and preparing her, Lord, even for new beginnings. Lord, you're preparing her uh <laughs> I mean you're in Star Trek. Star Trek, like like God getting ready to, um, yes, <laughs> for new assignments, new assignments on you for for to uh, to catapult you out there. It, it, it's 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 a sense, a feeling, a, a sense, feeling of of like God going to God, God preparing you to to uh, to push you out of your comfort zone. To push you out into some new adventures and some new places that that you know I, I'm trying to think the Star Trek thing as they start you know dare to go where no man goes or 
something like that. You know, I remember watching some of that. My husband was a big fan of it. You know, daring to go in places that you've not gone before. And that can be both physical and in spiritual, you know, in spiritual places. But I think some of this is probably going to be physical. Um, but I just sense like, like it is a new day. We are in a new time, but I sense, you know, that, that the places that you have been, you, you've become comfortable in, that you're, you've adjusted, so to speak. Uh, it doesn't mean that they've been comfortable but that is, you're familiar with it now. You're familiar with it now, and you've you've grown a level of trust. You've grown a level of, of uh, kind of like I can handle this with God. I can handle this. God has kept me through this. And there's there's as we become familiar with where we have been, um, there's there's that there's a there is a comfort in familiarity. Uh, even though the situations may not always be comfortable, there's, there's that kind of that knowing of, you know what, I'm, I'm okay. I'm okay. Because we go through those periods that we don't necessarily feel okay. But I'm, I'm just sensing that there are, uh, there's a new ahead for you. There, the Lord going to, to push you out, going to stretch you, God, going to uh, take you out of your comfort zone. Uh, not necessarily in everything, but in some things, uh, and it's a good thing. I mean, it's a good thing because that means that you have been equipped and you've been prepared and you have uh, been matured in areas that God trusts you to go out in those areas. He trusts you to go further. He trusts you to to step into areas that you've not been operating in up until this time. And, and it's that honestly is like a, it's like a promotion. But see, God trusts you to push you out. But it can it it can seem uh, it can seem a little scary, but exciting too. But um, Father, I just thank you, Lord. I just thank you, Lord, for for the for the new horizons for Jennifer. Father, for the for the added things being added to her, Lord. Things being added to her, uh, responsibility wise. But Lord, with the responsibility, Lord, that you bring you bring added blessing. You bring added. Uh, resource lord you bring added uh, there's added anointing as as we move forward and there's there's added anointing and things are opened up um, some of the gifts and some of the things that as they're activated they become uncovered and so father i just thank you lord i thank you lord for the activation lord i thank you father for those new realms and those new places those new spaces those new uh, new levels for Jennifer. But Father, in all of it, she's going to lean on you. In all of it, she's going to inquire of you. And Lord, I thank you, Father, for the joy that it's going to bring her. Lord, for the uh, the excitement. You know, some of those wild rides, you know, if you've ever been to, well, you probably haven't been to Six Flags, it's in Texas, but um, some of those, you know, theme parks, some of those rides when you're on them, they'd be like, ah, you know, and then when you get on there, <laughs> just giggle your, you know, just giggle because it was so much fun. But when you're going through it, it's like hair raising. <laughs> and that's how some of the things can be with the Lord. When you're doing it, it might give you butterflies in your tummy or, or give you goosebumps. Mm-hmm. And then afterwards you're like, oh God, that was so much fun. That was so cool. That was so neat. <laughs> Lord, to see you move like that, to see you work like that, Lord, to hear you like that. 
So, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for those new things that are coming for Jennifer, those new places that you're fixing to push her out. Lord, that you're fixing to call her out, uh, you're fixing to push her out. Father, I just thank you, Lord, that she is is going to grab hold and just go with you, Lord, and, and trust you in all of it, Lord, and, and, Lord, accomplish wonderful things with you. Lord, because she has an obedient heart. She has a heart to obey, Lord. She has a heart that's hungry for you, that's desperate for you, and desperate to be obedient, and desperate to to see, Lord, what you have in store for her. Lord, the destiny and the purpose and the things she was created for and the lives that will be touched. Father, I just thank you for it, Lord. I thank you, Father, for all the provision uh, that she needs, Lord, as she moves forward. And, Father, I just thank you. I just thank you, Lord, that she is going to just grab hold and run with you. In Jesus' mighty name, amen. Amen. Yeah, that's confirmation because I feel it. I feel every bit of that. I know it's a new beginning, new season, new new places, new spaces. Just like, mm-hmm. um, yeah, I'm I'm very very aware. But I have I have told them I'm terrified <laughs> because I'm, <laughs> you know you. <laughs> He knows that. I'm like, I'm terrified, but I'll I'll do whatever, whatever you want me to do. But because um, I, I don't know what he's going to ask me to do, but yes. I'm excited. I'm excited because it's been yes. a long time coming, long time waiting, and just a long time of preparation. And um, yeah, it's exciting. It is. God I'm, is I'm, exciting. I'm, I'm ready. Yeah. Yep, ready no. to live, live his dream. Mm-hmm. No, I would expect. To, yeah, I'm going to be expectant to hear some new things developing very soon. Uh, yeah, I'm. You know, I'm not seeing anything as far as what he has. Just, just that sense of like I was hearing Star Trek. You know, uh, just that getting ready to catapult you out uh, into some areas that you've mm-hmm. not been before. So that's very cool. It's always exciting when God's talking about the new, uh, the new season and the new beginnings. That's just to me. That's always exciting and fun, you know, because God's plans for us are always good. Mhm. Yes, working all things out for our good, and and He's just. I really feel like He just yesterday just delivered me. You know, like just. It was almost instantaneously, like emotional, mental healing. Just I can't, I can't even explain it. I can't put it into words. I can't explain what happened. But there's freedom. There's a release. There's a release. There's a joy. There's and cool. he just kept filling and filling and filling and filling and filling me, you know, and contain it, you know. Um. I'm just waiting for the physical healing now, but I feel like that what happened yesterday was part of that. It was um, him showing me this needs to be done so I can physically heal you. So I'm excited. Yeah. This is confirmation. Yeah. You know, I, I'm, 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 that scripture just popped in my head that said, as they went, they were healed. As they went, they were healed. Yes. 
you know, and sometimes in the process of as we're just obeying God and just moving forward with God, the healing comes, you know, the healing comes. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, with the with the, the lepers, you know, he told them to go, I believe he said to go, go tell the priest and said as they went, they were healed, as they obeyed and as they did what he said, as, as they trekked uh, in obedience, they were healed. Uh, Mm-hmm. And sometimes that is the case, but that scripture just immediately popped in my head as you were talking. Well, amen. Praise, I'm expecting it. I'm, I'm, yeah, I'm, I'm That's completely. I mean, well, you know, he's faithful because I had um, it was years, years ago. It was when everything, you know, fell apart. My life fell apart for the umpteenth time. Uh, I was laying in the bathtub, and he's like, Jen, you know, you know me as your Abba Papa. You know me as your lover, your companion, your best friend. You know, and he was just going through all of who he was to me. And he goes, you're getting to know me as your Jehovah Jireh. And he said, you will know me as your Jehovah Rapha. And Mm -hmm. I can, like today, I can tell you that I know him as my Jehovah Rapha, like in the emotional, mental, um, you know, the inner healing the inner healing he is absolutely i I can't explain it there i just know that i know that i know that he's brought this wholeness to me and um the physical's next and i i'm confident of that i am i believe it yeah absolutely yeah jehovah rapha just another testimony Mm -hmm. yep yeah and you know a lot of times inner healing is many times inner healing is is some of the most difficult for many people. Uh, oh, it's been brutal. <laughs> yeah. yeah, that's many yeah, times that's it's been the very painful. Yeah, mm-hmm. but he's done it. I feel like that's the hardest part. Gutted me, you know. He's gone in there and and open heart surgery and you know every everything just way back, you know, from as far back as I can remember. But I know that is for not just myself but for other people. You know, having mm-hmm. he's he's gone. He's taken me through the process so I can go through the process with other people and bring inner healing um, uh, to them. I'm sure absolutely. of it. You know, yeah. the physical healing most of the time. You know, now there are physical things that sometimes you can't see, but physical healing by and large is visible. And the the mm-hmm. inner healing so often we'll hide things. You know, we'll we'll hide the hurts and the wounds that we have on the inside like that. And many times the Lord has to dig that stuff out, has to, to bring it up and out. And sometimes, you know, many times people, they'll bury that so deep they won't even realize it's still there. Um, mm-hmm. so that, I can see it says, in other people. Yeah. I recognize it in other people and many people in my life. And I recognize it, but they don't. And so, you know, for me it's, you know, it's hard for me when you want to see somebody free, but, you know, they're in denial. And so, you know, you just pray, but, mm-hmm. you know, everybody. Because I know, like, sure. the place that I've been in has just been, you know, there's so much trauma. And, and with that trauma, you know, obviously there was a lot of, of um how do I say this? Uh, just not very healthy ways of dealing with things. Um, 
you know, not our fault. It's not our fault. It's not anybody's fault. He's just showing me like the inner child in in people, and he's and 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 through that process, it's it's just given me so much more compassion. Like I can look at somebody now, and instead of you know, say be you know, being offended or you know hurt or whatever, he's given me these this new lens to see what's going on inside and and I know that sounds weird but Mm-mm. um that that's what's been that's what's happening it's been happening gradually but yesterday really came, you know the breakthrough like i can't explain it <laughs> just um yeah yeah no i understand I totally it's uh, i mean yeah. that's that's like a discernment but I mean, uh-huh. God has said many times that's the compassion that He has put within you, but that's actually like a discernment, um, yes. You know, a gifting that that you're able you're able to sense that and, and pick that up in people. He shows me things, but I I still believe I have yet to learn how to handle that gift. Um, so I guess that just happens with time, and you know. Their trial and error. Yeah, but, with you. Yeah, you know mm-hmm. that that the maturing part of it just mm-hmm. comes with use as you get the opportunity to to use that uh, and go through different situations. The Lord will mature you in it, and uh, it'll all be good. Mm-hmm. Yes. Well, is there anything in particular you're wanting prayer about, sweetie? You know, <laughs> I'm in such a great place. Um, just. For my son's salvation, still like he, I was on the phone with him today, and it's just like he's just moving farther and farther away because he's 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 got such an intellectual mind, and he has to have answers for everything and all the learning. I mean, books upon books of all these different. I mean, but he's just getting into the place where at least he believed in God, but now I'm thinking he I don't he doesn't even believe in a God anymore. I don't think. So it's like he's being, you know, obviously the people that write some of these books, you know, that is, if he's feeding, feeding on that, you know, it's mm-hmm. getting put in his spirit. And so, yeah, I mean, I am, yeah, his salvation. Yeah. I just, yeah. Yeah. I understand that, you know, I, you know, I used to work for veterinarians and stuff, you know, and, you know, I mean, they're doctors mm-hmm. and, and you see that, uh, that scientific type mind or that the, the yeah. people that, that their minds are really there, it's, it, it seems harder for them to believe in a sense because they mm-hmm. have such a, a, a logic uh, and science, and like I said, the scientific type mind and we're so used to seeing uh, cause and effect and everything. So it, it's, yeah. you know, faith is a little, is a little harder concept for some of them. But well, father, we yeah. just thank the Lord. His name's Austin, isn't it? Um, Colin. Colin, Colin, I'm sorry. Mm-hmm. Father, I just thank you, Lord, mm-hmm. for Colin. And, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for uh, for an encounter with you, Lord, that, yeah. that, Lord, all of the intellect, all of the knowledge, all of the wisdom, um, Father, it amounts to nothing. None of that is anything if we don't have the fear of the Lord, if we don't have the knowledge and the fear of the Lord. And Father, I thank you, Lord, even as uh, Lord, even as Saul, Lord, even as you knock him off his horse or his donkey, 
Lord, he had an encounter with you that removed all doubt, that was a total turnaround in his life. Lord, that suddenly the realization that in his zealousness of what he thought was pleasing God, of what he thought was the rules and regulations, Father, that what he thought was the right protocol, Lord, he learned instantly that that was not the case at all. And he learned the voice of the Lord, Lord. And Father, we just I just thank you, Lord, for encounters or an encounter for yes, calling, yes. Lord. Father, those situations that he will see and know, Lord, that there not only there is a God, but that you are God and you're God on the throne and Lord, you're God where his life is concerned too. But Lord, in all of that, not only that he'll see of your greatness, Lord, of your omnipotence and that you alone are king you alone created the earth the world of everything that is in existence but that he'll also know that you love him that you're not that you're not just a god out there ruling the universe but lord that you are an intimate god that knows his life that knows his name that created him with purpose and calling and destiny, and that you knew him before he was ever in his mother's womb. But, Father, I thank you, Lord, for those wake-up calls, for those wake-up calls. Lord, for those can't deny it, can't reason it out, can't scientifically explain it, nothing else, can't be talked out of it by other people, Lord, those encounters with you that would leave him awestruck and leave him knowing that Jesus is King of kings and that Father God is yet on the throne. Lord, we just thank you for that, those realization moments, Lord. Lord, because as he knows who you are, then he will begin to understand who he is, Lord. And as he feels your love, the word says it's the love of God, the goodness of God that draws man to repentance. Lord, that he will see how good that you have been and that you are. And Father, we just thank you for that. Lord, we thank you for all of the seeds that have been planted in his life by his mother and by his sister. Lord, that one plants and other waters, and God brings the increase. And, Lord, we thank you, Father, for increase in Colin's life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you You're so welcome. much. You are more than I love welcome. you. I love you, too. God bless you. God bless you, too. Yeah. Well, God you have you. a great All right. Good night. You, too. Good night. Let me get a drink right quick. Hopefully y'all can't hear my dog barking out there. Okay. Hi, 240-482. I think this is Valerie. Yes, it is. How are you, honey? How are you? I'm good. How are you? I'm good. You don't have a very good connection tonight. I can, it's kind of fuzzy and kind of breaking up a little bit. I can't hear you, but yeah, it, it's not I, good. I, hold on one second. I'm going to see if I can get this a little bit better.
Um, maybe a hair. <laughs> okay. Well, <laughs> at least little, I can less, hear you. Yeah, it's a little less crackly than it was, so it, it's it's a little better. Yeah. Okay. Thank you. Okay. All right. Well, I will pray for you. Father, I thank you, Lord, for Valerie. And Father, I thank you, Lord. Uh, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for for the for the blessings. Lord, I thank you, Father, for the new levels for Valerie. And Lord, I thank you, Father. Um, I, I'm just here like you passed the test. You passed the test. Um, that there, there's there's areas where that have tried, to, you know, I've seen before, like strings or try to hold you back, would try to turn you around, would try to get you stuck, but it's like you've, you've passed the test in so many areas and that you two, you know, that you two are being moved forward. Uh, and, and I just hear like a commended blessing for your life that, that uh, I just sense that there are good things coming your way, that there are good things coming your way, that there is uh, uh, increase coming to you that, um, that like I just hear like hold the line, hold the line, like continue, continue trusting God, continue uh, to to believe God, continue to speak positively. Um, it's like I sense that the enemy would try to at times get you into offense, would try to taunt you into um, to speaking speaking out things that you that you don't need to speak out. Uh, and don't fall mm. for it. <laughs> Yeah, don't fall for it. Don't fall for it. Continue to speak. Uh, continue to speak the word of God. Continue to speak love. Continue. And sometimes we just have to to hush our mouth. You know, just just sometimes if if it's difficult, it's just like be silent. <laughs> so, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for Valerie. And Father, I thank you, Lord, that that you have blessed her and you have kept her, and Lord, that you have surrounded her with your presence and with your angels, Lord, that you have upheld her, you have you have undergirded her, uh, Lord, that your angels have been with her children. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, that, that things that have tried to, to hold her back, that have tried to snare her, it's like there have been snares that have tried at times to catch you, but God has kept you, God has kept you, and you have continued to obey God and to, to, to trust the Lord. Uh, and I just see, I just, I see you accelerating forward. That's the way I see it. Kind of, uh, I, I, it's like I see you speeding up and you're moving forward. I see you accelerating forward, um, and that good things are coming for you. I just see uh, increase. Increase is the way I is, would be the way I would describe it. It's like increase coming to you, and that can be in a lot of different areas. Uh, that I mean, certainly that can be financially, but that can be in other things too. Um, and I, I actually I feel like it is in other things as well. I, I do feel like it's uh, monetarily, but I feel like increase in uh, in 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 authority and in, in uh, being received, being received. Uh, this may have to do with things on the job, like uh, I don't know, but I see you being received. Uh, accepted, received. Uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Um, received, promoted in the in the sense of like having favor and being received. It just that's just like and like you being received easier and and in a bigger way than you have in the past. Uh, you know, and that can, like I said, that can be on the job, that can be with people we're around, but 
you know, it's like the favor of the Lord being with us, uh, the favor of God on us, and uh, to where we don't always have to feel like we're working so hard to make people accept us or receive us. And I'm not just just talking about friends. Um, many times that has to do in business and various things. But Lord, I just thank you, Father, for Valerie, Lord, and that that she is accelerating. You're accelerating her forward, Lord. You're accelerating her. Uh, into the things that are ahead of her. And, Father, I thank you, Lord, for uh, for bringing her children with her. Lord, I thank you, Father, for, for blessing them and helping them, Lord, and seeing them uh, continually improve, continually improve in places that they've been challenged and continuing that they, too, Lord, would accelerate forward, that they, too, would accelerate in their joy and their peace, Lord, and their uh, in their friendships, in their schooling, Lord, in their uh, mentally, emotionally, that they too will accelerate forward into the good things of God, Lord, and see healing taking place. Lord, I thank you, Father, for healing taking place. That, that's what I'm picking up for your kids is healing taking place. And this is like uh, in their emotions and things like that. Not that it couldn't be physical, it may be, but I'm thinking, like in their hearts, in their hearts that healing taking place. Uh, that it has begun, that it is, has begun, that there's healing taking place. So, Father, I just thank you for it, and I thank you for blessing Valerie. And, Lord, I thank you, Father, for, for, the, uh, for the goodness of God and for the favor of God upon her life. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Thank you. Thank you, Jesus. Uh, I... Uh... Uh, that's definitely an on-time <laughs> word. Um, even what you were saying about, you know, kind of holding the line and the enemy trying to get me to say things or, you know, just just continuing to trust God. You know, I just want to uh, – I just need to be re- reminded of that because, you know, sometimes things do get a little discouraging. Um so I thank you for your prayers, um, You're welcome. and even for my my children as well. Um, I did want to ask for prayers specific for for one of my kids that seems to. I mean, I I, I definitely believe healing is needed, um, but you know he's been my son Jonathan has been, you know, misbehaving at school, getting in trouble. Um, and, you know, that's not the norm for him. And so, uh, you know, I, I guess I just need wisdom in how to handle things because I, you know, I know that's not the norm. He, you know, he has to have, have some consequences, but also want to, you know, just be mindful of, I know he's dealing with, you know, a lot of things emotionally. Right. Yeah. Father, we just thank you for Jonathan, and Father, we thank you uh, for for comforting comforting his heart, Lord, and speaking to him, Lord. Um, Lord, that you would give him a peace, Lord, that he would um, not try to self-medicate, Father, in in uh, Lord, in trying to hide and in, in trying to hide his emotion or trying to cover things up with a uh, with a with a facade, not trying to cover things up mm-hmm. with a facade, Lord, uh, 
Uh, and Lord, so many, Lord, when even where boys are concerned, so many times they had rather be tough than they had to admit that there's pain there and that they're hurting. But Father, that you would, would speak to him, Lord, that you would comfort him, and Lord, that you would give him uh, friends and mentors at school, Lord, those around him, even neighbors, whatever, Lord, that you would bring him friends and mentors, Lord, that would help lead him in the right direction, that would help encourage him yes. uh, in the yes. right materials and in the right directions to go, Lord, and um, those that would have a voice with him, Lord, that he would trust and that he would feel safe with, Lord, that he would not feel condemned, uh, that would not bully him. Hmm. I, I almost felt like a little twing on that bully thing. Um, okay. Sometimes, uh, and not that he's bullying, but there may be he may be receiving pressure from someone else. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, you might ask him if there's, uh, ask him about it. Sometimes kids will, will fast up and sometimes they won't. Uh, yeah. Just depending if they feel, feel ashamed or they feel embarrassed or something like that. But Father, I just thank you, Lord, uh, for protecting him and keeping him, Lord, and, and surrounding him, Lord, with those that would be, a blessing to him and beneficial to him, Lord. And Father, that you uncover all of those places in his heart, Lord, that are wounded and needing healing, Lord. And Lord, that he would begin to come to a realization of who he is, of who he is in you, Lord. Yeah. That he not believe the the voices of others, Lord, that might would uh, tease or condemn him in any way, Lord, that he will believe what you say about him, Lord. But you know, there's there's a, a there's there's a prophetic guy that I know. He lives off in another area now, but he he had a saying. He said, "If you don't know who you are, you'll act like who you are not." And I thought mm. that was a very profound. Wow. Yeah. And that comes to mind for Jonathan, that, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for Jonathan beginning to realize and, and Lord, just supernaturally revealing to him who he is, that he's a child of God, he's a child of the King, and, Lord, that he is accepted and he is beloved and he's created with purpose and created, Lord, just with the divine giftings and, and wonderful things in him, Lord, that are special and unique that no one else has, just like him, that he is unique to himself, Lord. And, Father, that he will will find uh, a peace and a joy and a, 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 a satisfaction in that, of knowing that he's special to you. Lord, he's special to yeah. you. He's special to his mom. He's special to his brothers, but, Lord, he's special to you. Uh, Lord, and that nobody can take that away. Nobody nobody has the authority or the ability to take that away in any, in any respect. And, Father, I just thank you, Lord, for that bringing him uh, a sense of value, a sense of value. Lord, that maybe he needs a sense of value. Mm-hmm. Lord, um, would bring a secure a security to him. Would bring a just a, a joy to him and a a sense of 
of I'm somebody because God loves me, because I'm his. And Lord, I thank you for protecting his heart. And Lord, I thank you for protecting uh, protecting his body, Lord, for protecting his mind. And Lord, I just thank you, Lord, for, for removing uh, influences from around him that would be bad influences. Yes, Lord. And Lord, we just thank you for it. In Jesus' name, amen. In Jesus' name. Amen. Thank you so much. You are You're such a blessing. <laughs> well, thank God you. I appreciate you. it. All right. Hope God you have a good you. evening. You too. Okay. Good you day. too. All right. 502 548. How much are Greg tonight? Hello, Jeannie. How are you, sir? Doing all right. You're all right? All righty. Anything on your heart you wanted to share tonight or testimony or anything like that? Uh, I'm just here to listen. <laughs> all righty. We can just do that. All right. <laughs> All right, Father, thank you for Greg. And Father, I thank you that he's also in new beginnings. Father, I thank you, Lord, that uh, I see you just standing, like, standing there with your hands on your hip and looking up at God and saying, well, what now, God? What now, Lord? (laughs) What's next? And and Father, I just thank you, Lord, uh, that that your plans for Greg have not changed, Lord, that, that your plans to... Uh, to do wonderful things and 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 to take him higher and to uh, Lord also to bring uh, increase to him to bring promotion to him Lord not only in the spirit but in the natural as well uh, and I thank you Father that that uh, wherever he goes Lord I just see Greg that as you trek I see like a like you leaving a trail of gold nuggets everywhere that you go. Uh, nuggets of the Lord and, and nuggets of wisdom and nuggets of encouragement to others and nuggets of prayers where you pray for others. I just see you like, like leaving gold nuggets of like trails of them that everywhere you go, that, that you're, you're leaving gold nuggets of the Lord. Uh, you're, you're leaving treasures. You're, that's treasures. You're leaving treasures for others to partake of. Treasures that come out of your life. Treasures of things that you have gone through. Uh, you know, and I received a similar word to this myself the other day recently, uh, that, that the things that you have gone through, that in those dark times that you have found the, tr- the hidden treasures, I think it's called the hidden treasures of the dark places, that you have found the treasures in those challenges. You have found the gold nuggets in those difficult places. You know, because we, we it's it's in those hard places, it's in those challenging places that, that revelation from the Lord comes. It's in those places that, you know, we're seeking out the Lord and we're seeking out answers. And he's downloading things within us that are revelatory, that are life lessons. They're not just, you know, yes, he gives us direction for what we're going through at the moment, but he gives us life lesson treasures that stay with us forever. You know, and there may be things that you need, and you may write things down, but there there may be things that you need to be putting the pen to, so that that you hold on to those things, that you don't forget them. You know, things that that later on you will put in your book, and and um, things that God has shown you, things that you have learned along the way. But Father, I just thank you for Greg, Lord, that 
uh, Lord, that you have added to him. Lord, that you have you have added to him, Lord, and that you're going to continue to add to him. And Lord, that uh, that as you're adding to him, Lord, that he's going to continue, Lord, to leave those treasures along his path for others. And Father, I just thank you, Lord, for his children, Lord, and for the prayers for his children. Uh, Lord, for giving him the wisdom and the voice of how to share with them and uh, how to encourage them in the things of God. Lord, just that seeds that would land upon good soil, Lord, and would stick and would grow, that those things would would take root, Lord, and would grow. Lord, I just thank you, Father, for giving him uh, wisdom with words and wisdom, uh, giving him those special words, those the right words at just the right time, that special way of sharing, that special way of, of showing his love, that special way that will touch their hearts. And Lord, them seeing the things in his life, it being a testimony to others. Father, I thank you, Lord, for, for uh, favor in his work, favor on jobs, Lord, favor even uh, with people in other companies, Lord, not just his own job, but favor in other places that he goes, Lord. Um, Lord, that he will have he will have a special voice even with them. Lord, that he'll have a voice with them and he'll have he'll gain favor. I just see you, Greg, going into other businesses, other places, and you having a special favor on your life. Uh like when you come in the door, you know, them being glad to see you, not just, oh, this is another salesman or another this or another that, but there being a, a genuine joy to see you and you having a voice with people, like I said, not just in your company, but in, I see it in other companies, other other places that you go, you having a favor of, of the Lord with you there. So, Lord, we just, I just bless Greg, bless his health, Lord, bless his, his friendships and relationships, and, Lord, bless... bless uh, Bless his mind, Lord. Bless his thoughts, and bless his spare time, Lord. His his fun time, his joy time, his his off time, Lord. Those things that he gets to do just for enjoyment, that he be blessed and kept, and all of that in Jesus' name, Amen. Amen. So favor, yeah. I I mean I see it, um, probably happening at times I don't see it but um just like I mean over the past few weeks things that my boss is beginning to understand that I actually do have some knowledge. Mm-hmm. Um he sent me to uh school with our uh, the company that well I mean the manufacturer, the company is called BASF, it's a monstrous, monstrous company. Wow. And on the auto side, is, you know, that's our side. But um, he sent me to a two-day school with them, and then he's been sending me out to shops for a couple of days a week to work with the painters. And first couple of times, that, well, the first one I went to, it went pretty well. The guy was really helpful. The second one, the guy was just kind of, he's just kind of a odd person anyway. And then the next one, um, he let me paint some and, Actually, it was just weird because I 
I never really thought about, you know, the cars that I've done in the past that, you know, when I did a car for even myself or somebody else that it went down the road and I'm like, there's a car out there that made look better or, you know, I fixed or whatever. But I was at the shop last week and I painted a bumper. It was gold. It was silvery gold. It's a hard color to match, but I blended it, painted it, came out of the booth and went right on the car. They didn't have to do anything. And, and And then... When it was all said and done, I'm like, that car's running down the road, and somebody has a car that was wrecked that's now fixed, and I had a hand in it, um, which is kind of neat to me. But I was at a shop last week, twice. I was at two different shops. So at the end of the week, I was at a different shop, and I actually painted half of a car <laughs> on what well. It's like it was a whole side. And when it was done, the painter looked at it, and he was like, dude, I, that looked – just like I did it, if not better, and didn't know about it. My boss never told me, which still kind of bothers me a little bit, but he called him, and there's a guy that works with me. He's a younger kid. He overheard the conversation. Had he not overheard it, I would never know what happened. But this painter called my boss, and he said, he said, he's really good. He said, he paint. He said I'm not, he's as good, he may be better than me. And you would think cool. that if somebody gave you that feedback on your employee that you would want to tell your employees, like, you really impressed that guy. You did a great job. They're really happy, blah, blah, blah. He still has not said a word to me about it. Yeah, he may just be but, holding that yeah. in his heart, but it, you know it that it's to your benefit. It is, but he also I also know that he has a big ego, and I think that he struggles with somebody being better than him. Where as an employer, you should want okay. to advance that person. You should want to... You know, if they're better than you, then you should give them every ability to be even better and yeah. rather than, you know, want to admit that, oh, well, he's better than me. Um, but, uh, it, you know, that's I, a rare individual, really. Yeah, when it, when it starts being threatening kind of their position a little or their ability, that's a rare individual that will push you, that will, you know, push you ahead. Uh, yeah. Well, I mean, I it just, and my success is his success. You know, it doesn't take from yeah. his, it makes his better. Exactly. And that's I that's mean, how I, yeah, you know that and I know that, but that can be, yeah, that and that's can, how my dad was. Yeah, that can be hard for some people to swallow. People with, big egos and fragile, people with big egos and fragile egos, yes, it's hard for them to swallow. Yeah. Um, But again, that being said, Today, he's been, I mean, he has been supportive in a lot of ways. He, he gave me two spray guns that, to combine their the guns. Uh, depend, I have a price. I know one of them is around $800, and the other one's probably about the same. He didn't, like, give them to me to, like, hear their years, but he said, since you're, you know, you're doing this for us, you're paying for us, here, take these guns. Use them when you're out there because they're good guns, and they are. They're great. And I would have never spent the money. But... Mm-hmm. So that being said, like today, he's been giving me like stuff to like product. He ordered, he actually ordered a product in because I had told him about it that they showed me when I was in the tech school. And he's like, he ordered it in and he's like, here, take that, figure it out, you know, like play with it. And that way you can do demos. And he actually did turn some, there's a, a ultraviolet dry primer that it's like, you spray it, put a UV light on it, it's dry in five minutes. And he did all the demos for that. Nobody else was doing them. And 
he turned them over to me. I now do all the demos for that product. And, um, yeah. Which that's that's a huge vote of confidence from him. That's right. I love those paints today, that are out now on some of the vehicles, and it almost looks wet. It's real thick looking. You see it on mm-hmm. some of it. It looks different. It's really pretty. Uh, well, it's, it's the, the the sickening part is that now when cars go down the road, like I've mixed so much paint for customers <laughs> and at shops that I'll, I see a car going down the road. I'm like, oh, man. So they have pearls, and pearls are pretty expensive. Then they have what? They're specialty pearls, which means basically it's just a, a pretty way of saying they're way more expensive. And now oh, it's yeah. like I'll see there's a real pretty blue metallic pearl color um, that when I, there's a vehicle going down the road, I'm like, man, I bet that's got LE555 in it. <laughs> I mean, I just, I just see it going, and there's, I, you just, you can't help it. You see these Dollar colors, you're like, oh man, yeah. that's that's a hard color to match. Or somebody, I, these these Toyota and Honda and even Dodge, some of these manufacturers have these pastel colors. They're like a beige and a gray and a blue, and there's no metallic in them at all. They're just really pastel, and they're really cool colors, but they are extremely difficult to match. They're hard to blend. Um, and everywhere I've been, every school I've been in the last, every tech setting I've been in the last two years, they talk about them. And they're just like, oh, they're just really, really hard to match. And, you know, when I see those, I just like, man, that is a beautiful color. But I just wouldn't own it because if something happened to it, it's, like, really, really hard to match. Yeah. But I'm rambling. But, yeah, it just, the the favor is that when I do go in the shops, they are happy to see me. And the more they realize that I know and, you know, I pick up points and um, better practices and tips when I'm out in tech schools, when I'm out in shops, I learn from other painters. And then I pass that stuff on to the other painters that I go to. I ask them, like, have you ever tried this? Have you ever used this? And I've had several of them there's, that have tried it. It's like, man, you were right. Cool. God's just got well, for you. Yeah. Yeah. And, there, you know, I've gotten a, I gotten a, I went through a bit where I was literally praying every day. You know, before I would leave to head out to shops or sometimes before I'd even walk in every shop and ask God for a favor as I walked in there. And I guess I just kind of slipped on that and forgot. But, yeah, I mean, I, I know it's there. And um, Those prayers yeah, don't go away, though. I mean, those prayers, when they're out right. there, they're still out there and working. Well, he gave me a list. He told me that because I am pretty... I'm pretty good with technology, you know, like computers and stuff. I have been for years, and he's not. But the the software that runs their mix systems to run to mix their paint formulas and all that, they have to be updated. And if they're connected to the internet constantly, they update automatically. But if not, they have to be manually updated. And he doesn't know how to do that, but I do. That makes you a valuable. Yeah, yeah, and I told him I knew how to do it, but every manufacturer's for management or paint their color management systems are different. So just because you know one doesn't mean you know all. It just means that you know you know the basics, and you could probably poke around. But nobody would ever taken the time to show me how to work through ours. But now I've done it. I've already updated a couple of them. I actually updated the one at our store because it hadn't been updated, and they gave me a list of all the customers, every single customer we have that has a paint system from us in it. And he said, and we have two stores and one of them is about an hour South of here. And it covers from 
So I'm in Louisville, and we have the surrounding Louisville area. The other shop's in Litchfield, which is south of here, and it goes it covers all the way down to Bowling Green, Kentucky. So wow. this list he gave me is every shop that we have from both stores, and he said you have to go see every one of these stores and make sure that their software is up to date. Oh, good. And if it is not, then update it. So it's not, I mean, I haven't counted them. It's not, it's not like a hundred stores. We're not that big, but I would say there's probably 20 or more. Oh, okay. Um, and we've got two or three installs coming and I, I will be doing all those. So, which that's another huge vote of confidence from him. Yeah, it's and it's you know it's not a perfect job. There's no such thing, but um, I enjoy it. And the stuff that That's I feel like I'm not getting or lacking or missing is not worth. It's not. There were time. There was a time where I was I was fed up just because of his attitude. Um, but I enjoy what I'm doing so much that I don't. I can't imagine doing anything else I would enjoy more and whether it's there somewhere else I just I know I'm doing what I should be doing that's and that's important so yeah to do something you enjoy and to feel like that you're in your zone you're in you know you're you're in your niche that's that's worth so much you know yeah and because so I feel like I have something to offer yeah, yeah. I, I feel yeah. like I have something to offer and not just I'm not because I, he, I, I'm actually, I'm not in sales anymore. I'm, I'm, I'm full-time tech now. So when he's not available or if he needs me, I can always go out and do sales calls or go take orders. I mean, it's getting the, there's, I can do more in that business than he can. Yeah. Obviously, there's some things I can't do. He's the owner, and he does have a lot of knowledge. He's been doing it a lot longer than me, but at the same time, He's slowly softening up and starting to pick up on the fact that guy's got a lot of knowledge. He has a lot to provide for us and the customers, and he's releasing a little more and more um, slowly. And I think finally realizing that this guy actually does know what he's doing. Yeah, that's neat. God has given you favor, and and uh, you've obeyed God and moved with it. So that's that's cool. Well, right, he's giving me a. T- so, is is there I'm, anything I'm in particular, using. yeah, that you were wanting prayer about before? Uh, no, I, you know, I just, I just wanted to catch up. Um, and well, I, I'm I just hoping to hear what God had to say. Yeah, no, I enjoy hearing what's going on with you, and uh, always appreciate you calling and waiting uh, to get prayer. So, will you have well, a good great to talk week, to you, Yeah. You too. Thank you, Jeannie. You're welcome. Talk to you later. Bye. Right, 704-492. Who am I speaking with? Where are you calling from? 704-492. All right, I'll move on to the next one because I don't have it. Just a few minutes left here. All right, 817-894. Hi, Jeannie. It's Lori. Hi, Lori. How are you, sweetie? Yeah. I'm I'm good, thank you. Good, good, good. Glad. Thank you for waiting. Well, let's pray for you, Father. I, I thank you, Lord, for Lori, and Father, I thank you, Lord, for um, 
Lord, for the for the for this it's like I said, it won't stay like the steady place he has you in, like the uh like he's got you in a secure place. He's got you in a um it's like you're in a in a protected place. And I think there's like a, a like like God's got you he's got you uh like it's a secure place in him, but it's like it's like he's got you where he wants you right now. I guess that's a good way of saying it. Uh, that he's got you, that you have been very strategically placed. You have been, uh, God has put you in a place that's like, it's where you belong. It's where you belong. You're, you know, like uh, Greg was talking about being in his niche and his job, that God's got you uh, in a place that's, that's your fit, that it's where you belong, a place that God has planned for your life, a place that, that where he's doing things and he's accomplishing things and he's, uh, it's, I really very much sense like you're kept, that God's, God's protection and keeping is with you. Uh, and Father, I thank you, Lord, for, for using Lori. Lord, I thank you, Father, for the heart that you've given her, a heart of compassion, a heart of wisdom. I just sense so strongly, Lori, that there's such a great wisdom in you, just a great, I mean, it's, I sense it's strong, that the Lord's wisdom that he's given you a good mind. He's given you an ability to reason. You have an, uh, you have a sensitivity in you. Uh, you have a, it's a, there's actually like a gift, uh, like a gift of discernment in you, but you also have a, a, a good mind to reason and to apply things. Uh, you have an ability to, uh, to, to, to put it all together with the application of all of it, of putting it all together but your discernment works with your uh, your thinking power, so to speak, a way of putting it. And, Lord, I just thank you, Father, for continuing, Lord, uh, to use Lori in the place that you have her, Lord, to continue to, that, Lord, that she will feel more and more uh, your presence. She will feel more and more, uh, Lord, that the strength from you, Lord, she'll feel, and I just sense an increase in authority in your life, uh, an increase, Lord, in the, in the things of the Lord, an increase of authority in your prayers uh, that you pray, uh, you know, whereas the word says that we're seated in Christ in high places far above all principalities and power, you know, that your authority in Christ of knowing who you are in God, uh, that the enemy's not going to be able to bamboozle you, maybe whether or not he has tried in the past. I think he tries it with everybody in the past, but I just sense an increased authority and an increased uh, awareness of who you are, of your authority in the Lord, and that God is with you, and that your prayers are heard and answers, and that you can, you can legally in Christ stand against things. You can legally, through the word of God, Stand and expect to see changes made. And Father, I thank the Lord just for the uh, for the gifting that is in Lori, Father. Uh, Lord, even like words of knowledge, uh, I sense you at times picking up in the spirit things that are to come, like the Lord giving you warnings at times, uh, just being aware of things that that are to come, and it's not always. You know, things to come are not always bad things, but the Lord does give us warnings. He does give us wisdom and heads up about things. But I sense the Lord giving you uh, that, that, that like, words of knowledge, words of wisdom, that knowing in your heart, uh, even where 
others are concerned, maybe family members or or uh, uh, or friends, but I sense it maybe for in family members, like you just God giving you that knowing of your heart, uh, things that you would pray about or things that you would would counsel with them about. Uh, you know, my mother used to be like that. That she, my mom would know things. She would just, she would know stuff, and uh, and would pray about things, and and would, uh, you know, I remember one time, a lady that we knew, and it's been years and years ago, back when we were teenagers. Um, one of my brothers, a lady that was friends with my mom, called my, or I think she called my mom, and she said, "Have Bobby check his brake lines." She sensed something. Mm-hmm. Something not good. She says, mm-hmm. how Bobby checked his brake lines. And sure enough, my older brother, he checked his, his vehicle. And uh, and there was something there with the brake lines that could have caused him to have a wreck. Uh, and But mm-hmm. the Lord, through that, caused him to catch that and to fix that and, of course, to be aware of it. And, and then nothing happened. The Lord protected him. But I sense even in your life, the Lord bringing things to you that you would, you're going to pick up on. A, and you may already do that some. But pick up on things in the spirit realm that God giving you wisdom and knowledge and understanding. Uh, for at times you may give, you may do things similar to that at times. You know, uh, other times you may have that sense of knowledge of of like a blessing coming to someone. But I just I see you moving in the gifts of the spirit. I just I see you moving in the gifts of the spirit in more than just one. Um, so Father, I. Thank you for Lori, Father, and activating these things and, and maturing her in these things. And, Lord, giving her wisdom to walk it out. Lord, that she'll know at times when to pray and times when to speak it out. And, I, Father, I thank you, Lord, for that protected place and that special place and that, um, that on-purpose place that you have her in. You know, God puts us in places, purposely puts us in certain settings in life and in you know in certain seasons where, where where he locates us where he puts us and it's not just you know that can be in any any realm you know not just where you live or where you work but it can be in a number of things but the sense that God really has you strategically placed where he has wanted you uh and for this season and that uh God is going to really use you he's going to use you and you're going to see uh an increase in the gifts of the Spirit that are in your life. So, Father, I thank you for it, and I bless, Lori, in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you for provision and health, and, Lord, for there being a peace and a prosperity and a joy on her home. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Oh, that's so good, Janie. Yes, and I pray for so many years and talked to the Lord so many years about discernment and I really, you know, I do, I feel like it, it is in my life. And, um, there are times I, I just will just feel like I got to pray for this person or, you know, just seemingly nowhere. Right. You know, but, Oh Lord, I got to pray for protection for this or, or I'll, I'll just get, I get, you know, feelings about things Mm -hmm. for Mm -hmm. sure. Um, and, um, so I, I, you know, thank you. I oh, I receive that. That is also beautiful. Oh, <laughs> so good. Lord. Thank thank you, what I want to do. I want to be, you know, uh, hearing from God all the time yeah. and, and walking in the path He wants me to walk. 
So. Yeah, the more you Thanks. move in that, yeah, as you move in that, the more you move in it and you exercise that and, and uh, just follow God in that, the more it will mature, the more it will increase. Uh, and it's, I mean, it's it's a lovely thing and it's something so needed in the body of Christ. But it's, uh, like I said, I grew up, my mother was like that. Uh, and then we had that prophetic lady that was in around our life when I was a child growing up. And it's... Um, Sometimes it's like I said. Sometimes it can be life and death situations. Other times it's just such an encouragement to people. So, praise the Lord. Praise the Lord for He He puts the gifts in the body as He wills. And um, yeah, like said, the more that's activated, the more you step out in it, the more you will see it increase. So, praise the Lord. That's true. Because the more I just like trust in it, and I'm just you know, it it, it does. It's like. It, it's it's real. Yeah, it is. Absolutely. <laughs> you know? Yeah. All right. Thank you, Jeannie. You're welcome, sweetie. Thank you so much. You too. All you right. have a great week. You too. All right, y'all. I'm sorry. I have gone past my time already. It's uh, nine minutes till nine. And Randy, it's time for Randy to log on to his program. Uh, please, if you're still needing prayer, please call back into Randy's program once he's on and, and put your hand up for prayer with him. Um, love y'all. Have a blessed week and God keep you and bring joy and peace to your life. Amen. Good night.